0: Welcome to Photo Mission Focus, discussing photography. Each episode we discuss a different photography subject. With my co-host Terry, we try and make some sense of the things we love about photography and some of the things we don't love as much. Come join us. Welcome to this edition of Photo Mission Focus. Terry, how are you going?
1: Really good, how are you? I'm I'm
0: pretty damn good, actually. That's good. That's good. Hey, we might jump straight into this one.
1: Yes, because you've been to the news agents and you've got something yeah. quite interesting that that I haven't seen for quite some time.
0: Yeah, look, I, I I was thinking about this the other day, as we kind of kind of come up with ideas for the podcast, different things to talk about. And I thought, well, one of the biggest influences my photography was magazines. Mm-hmm. Agreeable. That's, yeah, definitely. I mean, when I when I was young, very very young, still at school, yeah, love photography. Save up all your money. Yeah. Get a magazine. Yeah. Or, or had fr- had friends that you know would would pass their magazines down. Like I had a, I remember we had a friend. He was a dentist, and he was very much into photography. So he would buy all the all the magazines, and then we'd, we'd give I, used to get kind of the hand me downs. Yeah. That's where basically I'd learnt so much yeah. stuff from.
1: Like and all your technical kind of information. Yep,
0: And the trends, like you yep. saw what what was trending what what was considered to be best practice mm-hmm. composition yeah. lo- lots of tips helping people to compose images and like i said i just like i said learned so much i mean to the point where there was a few uh and you know in the in the showroom here we've got a lot of photography memorabilia and i've got yeah. lots of magazines here but I, there's a series there where i used to subscribe it was a weekly magazine it was one of those part, you know, every week there was a new yeah. part and there was always yeah. like a, you know, there was, there was educational, there was like a challenge, there was all those different elements to it. Yeah. And the idea was, you know, you collect these things and typically, I mean, some of them, some of them, I think, went for like two years. There was lots of them, like a hundred, yeah. hundred, hundred. Almost
1: the, like the little things you'll get in combination with like the newspaper, like those kinds yeah, of. Little kinda, little, yeah, kind of. But these were,
0: these were, these were, I wouldn't call them magazines. They were booklets.
1: Right. And, oh, yes, yeah. And, and yep. what
0: what you could do is you could buy binders to put yes, them in. Yes,
1: I remember those. Yeah. So you'd,
0: you'd put them together and, and make a like so. So it would make the first one might be you know there might be lots of stuff about composition yeah. and things. like It's almost
1: like, like, that. like a mini encyclopedia yeah. subscription, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So so, like, so I used to have the news agent would put it away for you, so you'd yep. go to the news agents and. Pick it up and all. Yeah. So if you look at some of the ones down the front, it'll have Steve on it. You can see how they used to write. (laughs) I remember those days
1: (laughs) where you get the the magazine subscriptions. I used to have wedding magazines put put aside for them. Yeah, so I'll have Terry on it. (laughs) Yeah. They'd always call me up, you want to come pick up these magazines? Because we've got a bride that wants one. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. That's it. Do you still, do you still interested in
0: (laughs) in still having it? Yeah. So, like I said, and I I was wondering about the relevance. Are they still relevant today? Mm. So, so the exercise today was I went to a little – I deliberately went to a little newsagent. So mm-hmm. I didn't, like, go to one of the big shopping centre, massive, big newsagents. I thought mm. I was just kind of a little kind of tucked away in the suburbs newsagent mm. and they had six different photography mags I could have purchased.
1: To be honest, I think that's a lot.
0: Yeah. I think, look, for, for you know, thighs of the shop, I thought yeah. that's pretty good. So there was a bit of a the stuff there. So the
1: yeah. one
0: the one I kind of chose to buy – no allegiance to this magazine, we're <laughs> yeah, not but sponsored. Sadly. We're not sponsored by it. <laughs> um, but if they want to sponsor, us, that's fine. Fantastic. Um, Australian photographers' photo review.
1: Yeah, which I I've actually I don't think I've actually read a copy of this before, so no, it was quite is, interesting to have a look at.
0: So this is the uh, June to August, so it's the current it's the current edition. So it's mm. like hot off the press. It's really well printed. Gorgeously printed. Uh, it's on really nice paper. Yeah. Has a really good feel to it. It's quite a large. It's it's a little bit larger than
1: an A four. A
0: four, like an A. I'm laying an A four over the top of it just so we can visualise. it. If you can visualise, it's
1: almost like it. A full scap size. Remember the old paper that you used to be able to get. The yeah, full I
0: mean, and next to it, so I've got another magazine on the desk for my collection, <laughs> which is a, which is Australian photography. The magazine's called. And the
1: cost of that photography in 1979
0: was. I don't know if it's on there. $1.20. dollar oh, $1. twenty. It was dollar <laughs> twenty. It was a dollar And the cost
1: of your magazine today. Today
0: was twelve dollars ninety five. So there's a bit of inflation thing <laughs> happening there. So, but
1: and tell the audience as well what's on the first few pages. You've actually got some uh, some <laughs> some some content
0: some content that social media would would want you to put. I don't know. Uh,
1: black marks. Black over. Black marks over. Yes. Yeah,
0: some some stuff that's really back in the day. Obviously, some wasn't, poor
1: lady lost her bikini top she in lost the water.
0: A, yes, lost bikini It's advertising a brand of film. <laughs> of all, all things, but but going back, so that so that Australian photography magazine I've got here, and I just randomly pulled one off the shelf because I've got mm. lots there, but it's, it's January nineteen seventy nine, right? So and it's it's quite a lot of stuff in that magazine. Yeah, it's quite so, it's
1: quite heavy with um information, isn't it? That one.
0: Yeah, so it's got things like world of insects. so there's a bit of bit, bit of macro stuff in there. Mm. Oh, there's interesting. I'm just seeing it on there making photography pay. So back in 1979, they were talking about <laughs> how do you make how do you make this gig pay?
1: That'd be an interesting article to read because it was a lot harder back then to make money.
0: Yes, yes.
1: And it was definitely a skill set that's not um, not as easy to acquire nowadays.
0: Oh look, it's it's so much harder. Look back in back in those days of 1979, people who shot with say 35mm film were were you know. Had to understand a bit about photography just to be able to capture an image because mm. the cameras back then weren't really auto. They, were no. man- they were manual. Like back in those days, it's kind of we started on cameras that like that, which were fully manual. Yeah, so you'd use a light meter, yeah, to get you because you didn't, you know, some of my early cameras and no light meter in the actual yeah. camera, you'd externally do the light meter and yeah. then work out you expose yourself. Oh, my that goodness, way.
1: you'd have to have a really a fastidious—I don't know if that's the right word—but a really comprehensive knowledge of of lighting and yes. zone system and exposure.
0: So, so what it did it it excluded a lot of people from actually being able to take pictures because mm. they'd buy one of those cameras and then just they couldn't deal with all the rigmarole of of actually getting an exposure. So they'd yeah. shoot off these pictures and get them back though either overexposed, underexposed, or muddy, yeah, yeah, whatever, or out of oh, focus, out she- of focus because I- like. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, the cameras didn't even have autofocus, so you had to focus.
1: <laughs> I always choke that if I had to still photograph with all of that equipment, I don't think I'd make it.
0: <laughs> well, o- often, sometimes people talk about, oh, back in the good old days of thirty-five mil film, mm. but really, they were it was a hard gig. They were
1: hard days. They were, mean, they weren't, they weren't, there was nothing I'm, good. I'm not. I'm them. not
0: trading my mirror, current current mirrorless camera back for a mm-hmm. thirty-five mil camera anytime soon. No,
1: I'm. I'm I'm quite happy with the uh, eye tracking situation yes, I have on my yes. Sony at the moment. We
0: like the we like the focus. I love the focusing on yeah. my on my Canon R5. It's yep. just insane. Yeah. So, but so it's interesting. Like I said, so these magazines are still around. They're not. Yeah. In, I, don't, I don't think they're around in the numbers that they were, were back probably when I was buying them because I've got so many different titles there of different mm. different photography mags. Yeah. Obviously, were popular in the day, and obviously a lot of those have probably been amalgamated into, you know, one magazine. But or just like a lot of other magazines mm. just totally disappeared.
1: Yeah, but if you you were to have a look at both of these magazines, and and regardless of one having a lot more content than the other, what do you think that you've actually gained from viewing a magazine that you wouldn't necessarily from something else?
0: Well, I, I think the difference, say, you know, how we would normally digest this stuff is like YouTube or yeah. or. Social media somewhere we we would see it. Yeah, the fact that you can you can pick up that magazine and at your own pace mm. you can read either through, and you were flicking through and you're reading bits and pieces out of out I of that, that. that's out most of, I've read
1: in the last couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> and I just had a quick flick through, <laughs> but, but, but it's true, yeah.
0: So so you were picking little bits and pieces out and you oh, we'll
1: go, oh look at that, oh
0: that's interesting, yeah. And and the beauty about it is. Unlike, you know, if you if you see a YouTube clip and you see it and this has been my only criticism of, you know, learning off of YouTube yeah, is that sometimes, especially if it's tutorial and it's taking you through something, that they move through it quite quickly. Mm-hmm. So you, if you want to go back, it's kind of you have to stop it and move it back a minute and watch it again. And sometimes you've got to watch it a couple of times.
1: Yeah. Magazine,
0: you've got it there and you can read that paragraph three or four times, no problem. Yeah. But you can put it down. You can come back in an hour. Yeah. You can read that paragraph three or four times again and, and then you go, Ah, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah. Difficult when you're doing it online because obviously you've got to go back to where you were. Mm. Sometimes it's really difficult finding the channel that you're on. remembering
1: what you've watched if you haven't yeah. saved it. I had that I'm, problem recently.
0: Well, I'm always going into the history and going, look, I'm internet browsing history and going, What was that thing I was looking? Oh, that's what it was called. Okay. And then you go back in again. Yeah. So I think magazines offer and, you know, they're still relevant. And I think I'm I'm just going to throw a bit of a challenge out to our listeners out there that if you haven't purchased a photography magazine for a long time, just do yourself a favour. Yeah. Go out and have a look in your local news and just pick a magazine at random. Just pick something Mm. and just read it cover to cover. Just read the thing and have a look. And then... I suppose what you could do then is you've got other photographer friends, Mm. share it around.
1: And it's funny actually because we we were also speaking about how there's not as many magazines around now as there was, say, 20 years ago because our format has changed where we get our information and we have a look at uh, photography. Like, you know, we've got blogs, we've got YouTube, as you mentioned, we've got Instagram. But also there's the fact that sometimes uh, these magazines are hiding under different subjects so they're kind of – yeah, we well are not necessarily in the photographic section. No, that's
0: right. Well, you alluded to that some of the surfing magazines have amazing photography in them.
1: Gorgeous work that you would potentially yeah. purchase as a photographic magazine and yes. the same with fashion. There's yes. some incredible oh, fashion, fashion, fashion magazines, magazines that are really ha- if it's you're, just an editorial magazine for photographers to look at. Right.
0: I mean, you won't get obviously from a from a fashion magazine, you'll get, probably get the name of the photographer mm-hmm. um, so you'll have a bit of an idea maybe what gear they used. By that, for, if you follow that photographer, yeah, you're not, not going to get gear settings. You're
1: and, not going to get adverts for 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 equipment or anything. Yeah, and, like and, that and, that,
0: and that's fine. But what you what you will get is you will get, I think, a really healthy dose of inspiration. Yes, by looking at those images. Yes, looking at how they're lit. Yeah. trying and try to and sometimes that's the challenge. Like, is is trying to reverse engineer. So basically, yeah. take a picture and go. How did they make this picture? What yeah. what what do you, what focal length? Do I think they used. What how did they light it? Is that uh-huh. is this naturally lit? Is it maybe put a couple of lights? Yeah, Is there yeah. three three lights in play? Yeah,
1: yeah. A really I, good point. Yeah. yeah. I, I,
0: well, you, by studying a picture, you can actually learn so much. Mm. And and people, it, it, I, and I thought that's the other thing of magazines is you can only stare at a computer screen for so long, <laughs> whereas a magazine. You can look, go back to that picture. Mm. You can look at it. You can study it. You can discover more things about
1: mm. that
0: image. Sometimes you don't pick up things straight away, and you'll go back and look and go, "Oh, I didn't. Oh, that's yeah. Cool. I didn't realize that."
1: Yeah, and that's a really good good point that that you've made as well about going back and looking at it, and also just going back a couple of couple of steps is. We often buy magazines for the inspiration of the pictures, not yep. necessarily for the technical information, because I know. I often buy like lifestyle magazines because I love the photography in them, yes. you know. And I think that it could potentially complement my craft if I was to reverse engineer those shots, as you yes. said before. So it'd be interesting also to find out what magazines people are buying for inspiration purposes. Because I know I love, um, you know, like the Real Living uh, Peppermint Magazine. I don't know if they make Peppermint Magazine anymore. Yeah. But some of the ones sounds that, delicious. <laughs> it does. <laughs> yes. Yum yum. <laughs> you know, like there's the Frankies and the things that have got. They're, they're kind of, they're printed on the paper-like print because I'm obsessed with matte printing yes, yeah. and fibre-based paper. So to yeah. me, anything that contains depth, like print-wise, um, depth tonality depth in an image, I'm obsessed with.
0: Yes, yep, yeah, yeah.
1: So, I, yeah, I'm curious to find out what other people have, have been buying for those yeah, reasons.
0: Exactly. And look, I said, for, you know, for someone who's a newbie to photography, and like I said, probably most people get their, stuff, they've been looking online, they've been Mm. jumping into forums, they've been jumping on YouTube, they've been doing all the different searches and following different photographers and probably following heaps of Instagram accounts and heaps of Facebook pages and things Mm. like that to follow stuff and that's fantastic to do that. But like I said, I think there's so much more, There's there's this other layer, another element and we've talked about it on Focus many times about why you print something. Having that tangible thing to hold, so a magazine is something that you—it's real, it's tactile. You hold it, you move it around. The light's different on the pages. Mm. You know what I mean, like it's just like a photograph. So it's, yeah, that's what I love about it—is that, it, and it's and it's it's something real.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah.
0: I mean, it's like I know some people struggle with reading with like on a Kindle.
1: Mm.
0: They like they like the process of turning the pages and the mm. sound the pages make and bound a doggy at the pages when they, mm. you know, finish, put it down for the night. Yeah. That type of thing. So some people love that tactile experience. Yeah. And it's kind of like we live in a world of highly digitised
1: mm.
0: and a magazine's analogue. Yeah. Really, like it just breaks it all down. Like it's not, there's no tech yeah. required.
1: I wonder if you would sleep better at night long term if you started reading magazines before bed instead of flicking through.
0: Watching a lit screen because exactly I, I think there's a lot of research being done on that that you know particularly yeah maybe that last hour before you go to sleep that watching a screen can actually have an an impact on maybe your sleep patterns.
1: Mm, I agree with that and yeah and,
0: and I know a lot of people I used to read and I'd fall asleep
1: reading. Yeah right because I, I know younger. that you don't you don't sleep much at all like you just you are so on the. Doing everything. Yes. <laughs> I'm assuming but, but that you sleep I, two hours a night. <laughs> well, I, mean, I just
0: remember when I was young, I used to read a fair bit of stuff and, you know, you'd be really engrossed in something you want to keep, You but you'd read it, but, but you would actually then get so tired you'd end up just kind of yeah. falling asleep. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: So I think you're right. I think you're onto something. I think it's probably a better way to wind down would be with a photo mag than maybe on a YouTube yeah. channel watching photography. Yeah.
1: But that's a, you know, we've just kind of compared the two magazines from nineteen seventy nine and then also from twenty twenty one. The one from seventy nine is very thick. Yes. In comparison. So there's a lot more information but less photographs.
0: Yes, a lot but there's a lot of a a lot of that's advertising. Adverts. There's yeah, there's a lot of adverts which in there. which is how which is how magazines paid the bills. Yeah. You know, quite often, you know, that dollar twenty uh-huh. magazine probably cost more than that to produce back in the day. Yeah. So to supplement that, they sold advertising space and the advertising space basically paid to have the magazine made, so
1: mm. the consumer
0: could buy the magazine cheaper than what really cost.
1: Magazines also used to purchase images that they would put in their magazines and I'm curious to find out if the images in this, the yes. newer one,
0: whether whether those people were were yeah. were, were paid for those images.
1: Cuz I know as a wedding photographer, we submit our images into magazines in the hope that they can get published. Yes. And to us, we do it for nothing. Like we don't expect to be paid, especially yeah. if they're for a, of a couple or a star shoot or something that we'd, yeah. we'd like to submit. And editorials, even in fashion magazines, we submit from time to time and get those published and don't get paid for. So I'd be curious to find out if, if that has changed over the years.
0: Yeah. I can remember talking to a motorsport photographer and I think they used to get paid for twenty for the magazines like the motorsport magazines they used to get twenty bucks an image. Mm. And he just said, you know, it we went on forever and ever. It never it never never grew more above that what he was getting paid per image. Like magazines just but a lot of people could would submit images happy just to get their name in there. Yeah. Um so but like I said, it was never a very lucrative way to make money it was selling magazine images. Yeah. But you're right, it'd be interesting to see in a current magazine whether people got paid for that content.
1: Because there's some gorgeous images in there and some yes. of those are by people that are that are artists.
0: Yes. So, so so that that work could either be sold or printed or done something Yeah, with. So, or whether
1: that they had to pay to have it put in the magazine. Like, yeah. is that how the magazine I mean, has and, made and, their and,
0: money? And in saying that, we were saying in the 1979 edition of Australian photography, there is a lot of... Advertising, but there is advertising also in um, Australian photographers' photo Yeah, there's quite a few. There's quite little a few bits. different um, manufacturers are advertising their yeah. wares. Which again, I'd hate to think that that magazine probably cost a lot more than twelve dollars ninety five to produce. Yeah, because out of that twelve ninety five, that the retail, the news agent has to make a margin. That's right. So there's a margin in there for them. Yeah, and then obviously the distribution cost because you know when you've got say a digital model you don't have any transport costs no you know you just upload a yeah. file to a website yeah and then anyone in the world can access that
1: and it's interesting actually because you can purchase digital magazines now through a few applications yes. and some of them you, you you can have a tiny preview but if there's something more you want to read in them because i know i used to get a magazine many years ago called click and i don't know if they even do a paper format anymore but you can now subscribe to having that magazine m- magazine via the app
0: yeah and again but i, I think it i, I think it it loses something in the translation that like i said that's great you, yes you can get all that content you can read about all those articles in the magazine mm. but you don't physically have the magazine
1: yeah yeah i agree with you you
0: know what i mean like it's not physically there so you're not holding it yeah and i think that's that's the I suppose that's the attraction for me, and that's why today, like, I was real excited. I thought I haven't I haven't bought a photography magazine for a long, long time.
1: Yeah, it's quite nice to have that to flick through.
0: Yeah, like I mean, and it'll be something that'll sit around for a while, and I'll I'll probably fum it backwards and forwards. and, yeah. you know, and and read bits and pieces and keep coming back to yeah. it. Yeah,
1: and I actually <laughs> I actually nearly asked you if you'd pulled it out of the archive until I saw the QR code at the bottom because it's been that long since I've seen a magazine.
0: That's right. So yeah, no, definitely brand new. Like I said, picked up today from the from little news agents down yeah. the road, and, and like I said, I just and it's interesting because um, they're talking in this magazine too, which is, is interesting because I think it's going to be something that's going to happen in the future is is um, artificial intelligence and photography. So it's yeah, it's it's being rolled out everywhere. We're seeing it in all forms of life. There's all things where AI is controlling stuff and doing stuff, and I think yeah. photographers, you know, we've seen it in uh, Some of the post-production software have rolled it out, Mm -hmm. you know. So I think, yeah, but look, we're talking about photo magazines. Good old-fashioned photo magazines are the good, honest way to get information. Yeah. And the thing about it is I think the, you know, it's like whoever writes the article obviously can put their spin on on something, Mm. which is always the, the problem too, like when you get something, Online, sometimes that person's got an agenda, and yeah, it's it's skewed one way or the other. You can sometimes tell that this person's really advocating a particular brand or a particular technique or yeah. style.
1: Yeah.
0: So, but I mean, I think magazines there's a good balance of in, in there. Mm. Like, there's different, there's all different articles. Mm-hmm. You know, this is actually a magazine you can buy. You know, there's another magazine that, you, you know, people would say, oh, I only buy it for the articles. <laughs> <laughs> this one you can actually say, I really am buying it for the articles.
1: Do they even make those magazines anymore? I don't,
0: I'm, I don't know, Terry. They did back in 1979.
1: Oh, they you've did, got they, it right there. They did back in 79. It, it was
0: actually, you get that in, in your copy of the Australian photography magazine. <laughs> so,
1: we should... Um, Put some little little dots over her so that she feels like she's got some clothing on. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm sure she's. um <laughs> yeah, We just well, we yeah. can just
0: close keep the keep the cover closed and.
1: I remember when they stopped printing one of my favourite photography magazines, which was black and white, and that was they stopped printing that in the early 2000s. I was devastated when that stopped getting printed.
0: Yep, yeah. and what what did what was your main takeaway from that magazine? Buying that magazine, what were you? What was it, in it for you? What did you find you got out of it?
1: Uh, I was inspired by all the, the creative fo- photographs that I saw. There was very little technical kind of uh, articles, I guess. Yes. It was more highlighting artists and it was giving me access to artwork that I couldn't see where I lived. I lived in Darwin at the time. Yes. So we, we didn't have access to touring, gallery anything really to be honest. Yep. So it was very, very limited in, in what we were exposed to there. So it was an opportunity for me to see what was happening in the photographical world outside of my environment.
0: Yep. Now you, you and and this is totally was never set up, mm. totally unrelated. Yeah. In the post production meeting you said today that you were looking at some secondhand photography books.
1: Yeah. So yeah.
0: that's another that's an, yeah th- this is another thing that if you go into a lot of the op shops in, yeah. their, in their book section yeah there will be some probably some older books and you yep. very different style of yeah. photography
1: there was a, i think there was a stack of like
0: but mag- oh, these old magazines quite often yeah. ma- old magazines end up in those op shops uh-huh. so that would be the other thing to go i mean i'm i'm very fortunate that i I'm a bit of a hoarder when it comes to magazines.
1: <laughs> I was until I moved last year and now I've kept, I think I've got a small selection. I've got one where I've got a wedding that I have printed. Yes. And another old book that's from the 70s about wedding photography and I can't throw it out because it's too funny. Yes, yeah, Way too funny. Too.
0: But, I mean, I, I've kept, like I said, all those books because, because I suppose at the time that's, I, I learned something from all those books over the years mm. and it was just. I just wanted to keep them, I suppose, as a reminder. Yeah. And it's interesting sometimes to go back and look. And that's why I brought a whole heap of them down into the showroom and put a whole heap on display because people will come in sometimes and they'll pick up a mag and they'll flick through it and they'll have yeah. a bit of a laugh. And yeah, yeah. Because they'll see stuff, oh, I remember that, I used to own, I used to own that. Oh. I'll
1: be taking a photo of a few pages that I saw in the <laughs>
0: Terry's Instagram stories are going to start, be filled with um,
1: It's going to have a big Too Rude poster sticker over it. <laughs> yeah, that's it, censored. <laughs>
0: censored sticker. Yeah. That's it. So we're, we're talking about photo magazines and, like I said, the relevance today, um, and I still think they're perfectly relevant. Mm. And I think... Uh, I think to balance yourself out, to be balanced, get a balanced education. Mm. You should at least go and have a look at a couple of buy a couple of magazines and just have a bit of a bit of a feel. Mm. Get some, you know, a bit of an eye for what's happening in there, and and work out whether uh, they might and, and you might surprise yourself. There might be something in there that you hadn't considered.
1: Some of them are just really lovely coffee table books. At the yeah, end yeah. of the day, aren't they?
0: Yeah. Well, yes. the other thing is, is you know, that is – could you aspire to that you want to actually create some images to go in a magazine mm, like that? Mm. You know what I mean? That could be something that you want to aspire to. I mean, yeah. you, you've already talked about that you've got a mag that you kept because you've got some of your yeah your images and couples that yeah. basically went into that magazine. And
1: there was definitely magazines that I always wanted to be published in Yes, that I would often well, there's, attempt to well, get <laughs> so published well, in well, never quite got there.
0: Well, you, you quite often see that. Term thrown around, published photographer. Yeah. So people will say, oh, yeah, this person's a, they're a published photographer, which basically means that you've had your work published mm. somewhere where it's been distributed, you know, around the world. Yeah. Type of thing. So,
1: which is quite a nice thing to actually aspire to. Like, you know, a lot of us kind of think about we would love to be featured in a blog, but some magazines have got some gorgeous well, opportunities think, for you. Yeah. I, I think
0: from a an archival point of view. Mm. Having a having a magazine that's got some of your images in it, that somewhere somewhere in the world someone will preserve a copy of that magazine. Yeah. So it's going to be usually my dad. Yeah. So there's going to be <laughs> a, there's going to be a you know this historical archive record somewhere of, of your work. <laughs> Whereas, what I fear for people who are putting work up online, is that that can disappear. Yeah, you know and, what I mean. Platforms and, disappear. Remember, you know there was things like uh, all the different, I suppose, things like MySpace and all those different other types of things.
1: That's actually a really good point because I was contacted by someone that um, that I did a shoot with many, many years ago the other day, and they said, "Have you still got photos from X, Y, and Z?" Yep. I said, "Well, I don't think I have. I had a sadly had um, a hard drive crash many years ago." Yep. But I, I. That that particular shoot was published in an online magazine. I don't think it's online anymore.
0: Yeah, well, well, that's the danger. See, if you if you've got published in an online magazine, that's fantastic. That's Mm. great. But the legacy of that may not be that. That may not be
1: exactly available for every day. Yeah.
0: Whereas in a printed magazine, and I mean the great thing about too is that with printed stuff is that most governments around the world actually keep. Like a, a national archives. Yes. So I know I've been lucky enough to be to their the national archives, image archives in mm-hmm. Canberra, mm. and they've got some phenomenal photographs mm. that have been preserved and protected. Yeah. Yeah. And yes. And they'll do a lot of like stuff, even with damage, they'll go for and they'll f- kind of yeah do um fix them up and bring them back to back to yeah. life so people can enjoy them.
1: Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what how how they manage that information now. Yeah,
0: exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Look, Terry, I think like I said, that's 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 for a challenge yet to our listeners to to go out and buy a photography magazine. <laughs>
1: Let us know what you bought. Yeah, what, go out. What and, was your favourite article? Yeah, or go out and have photograph a photograph in them.
0: Yeah. Just go out and see what's in your local area. Yeah. Find something and maybe this like in a in a photography genre that 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 you're close to you, like it might mm. be wedding photography or it could be, you know, it could be surf photography or it could be wildlife. Yeah. Photography. It could be a whole range of things. Mm. But yeah, look, definitely we always love hearing people's comments and always are getting feedback. Yeah. Have Do- some
1: great feedback lately, haven't we? Once we again, have. Yeah.
0: Excellent. Yeah. Jerry, until next time.
1: Chat soon. See ya. <laughs> Bye. Bye.
0: Thanks for listening to this edition of Photo Mission Focus discussing photography. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did so, leave us a comment. Or if you have a suggestion for a future show, drop that in the comments as well. And just remember, the next photo you take could be your best yet. Thanks for listening.